0: A year ago, I never thought I'd be in Jacksonville, but here I am. I retired after 35 years in the military. I had a wonderful career of 35 years, 22 moves. The opportunity to come serve with a, a workforce committed to taking care of our nation's Wounded Warriors is what brought me to Jacksonville.
1: What did you know about the Wounded Warrior Project walking into the initial conversations about this opportunity to be the CEO of the organization? So
0: I knew they did great things. Um, my last five years in uniform Uh, We're in Afghanistan and in Washington, D.C. And in D.C., I was responsible for the national capital region. And uh, part of that responsibility was welcoming back flights of wounded warriors from Landstuhl uh, Medical Center in Germany. And every wounded warrior that came back was wearing Wounded Warrior Project garb. And, uh, And Wounded Warrior Project was there for them in Germany and in the United States so i saw what wounded warrior project did for them and their families the services and programs they provided as they rehabilitated themselves so i was i was appreciative of what they did and and I knew they were part of the larger veteran space dedicated to to our uh, veterans when they come home uh, i left i left the military left the military in uh, 2015 took a job in the government for a year doing a pow mia accounting worldwide and then when I was approached about throwing my name in the hat for Wounded Warrior Project, I jumped at it.
1: How did that go? Were you approached by someone in particular, and what what was that conversation like?
0: The conversation was awesome. I mean, I knew I was one of many, many, many folks that were approached to to you know be the CEO. Um, I was I was thrilled to be considered and. Uh, and fought hard to get the job. So so here I am.
1: Was there any hesitation given some of the headlines that had come up in the spring and in the winter? It was a challenging period of time. And right. obviously you'd have to have right. your head buried in the sand if you didn't know about it. Right. So was there hesitation on your part at I all?
0: knew of the reporting and I saw the reports, but having been around for 35 years and seen reports that aren't always accurate, I took it with for a grain of salt, with a grain of salt. Uh, I saw firsthand what Wounded Warrior Project did, to our, to our warriors that were recovering at Walter Reed, Bethesda, Fort Belvoir, Fort Meade, other hospitals. So I, I knew the goodness of the organization, and when asked to compete, I said, yeah, heck yeah, I'm in.
1: What kind of challenges did you see walking into just the application and just the interview process, for the new organization leader for such a large organization yeah. with such deep roots across the country and here in Northeast Florida as well. And then I guess, how has that changed since you got the job and since you're finally right. able to see it and, and speak with warriors out in America?
0: Right. So one of the things the board was clear with me about was, uh, uh, you know, as as being considered for this job and taking on an organization that grew so fast, so quickly with such wide reach that there were uh, proper procedures, controls, um, you know, rules in effect for how we administer these uh, life-altering, life-changing programs and services to warriors. Um, and, th- and that was pretty clear with them that they wanted me to, to come in, do an initial assessment, which I'm doing right now, and then look for ways to expand what we're doing in the community for greater impact and frankly look at what the partners are doing in this space as well and with the partners see if we can't work better together closer together to make a true difference for our warriors that need these services the most
1: so you've been here for a matter of a couple of weeks
0: today's my 12th day on the job uh, a couple days on the road already in dc new york chicago atlanta i'm going out west in a week or so to our stations out in seattle San Antonio, San Diego, a uh, little side trip to Boston, back to Chicago for an event. Um, and when I go to those places, I meet first with the Warriors, find out what the Warriors need, what's their perspective on the value of Wounded Warrior Project, meet with our employees, find out how they're doing, uh, and then meet with partners in the space to find out how we can work together. Uh, more collaboratively for greater impact. Those have been incredibly valuable to me, especially the time spent with warriors and their families. Their stories of resilience, what they've overcome since they served our country deployed and were injured or wounded, their stories of resilience is is, uh, is really uh, inspiring to me. And secondarily, the um, passion and commitment of our workforce all over the United States and in Germany, uh, committed to taking care of our wounded warriors has been pretty special and that that has been um that's been wonderful and and i'm 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 very thankful for uh the warriors commitment to integrating themselves into the communities as valued valued members of the community and for our workforce for what they're doing
1: when you're in those conversations (coughs) and you go in those homes do you think it's important that you were on the front lines as well uh
0: i think it has some credibility that i was there you know three tours my son's been deployed a couple times in combat he's a Army major, my wife is a veteran. Uh, my families, uh, many of my family members are in the military, in the army in particular. Um, having been there, having seen or uh, the challenges our uh, service members, all branches, uh, come home with, and and realizing what they face and and what we need to do as a community to help them overcome those challenges, I think is important. Uh, to the Warriors we serve, number one, and to the American people that support us.
1: Are you going to be the face of the organization? Will we be seeing and hearing from you a lot? Uh, in the past, it's been the Warriors who we've been seeing and hearing from, but does that change in any way? And how do you see it No, changing? I
0: think the Warriors have much greater credibility than Mike Lennington. Uh, the this the, the Warriors will be my focus, um, number one. First and foremost, we will focus on the Warriors. Make sure they have what they need. Make sure we understand... Um, their needs, which are which are changing, I think, over the years, uh, and and be able to swiftly uh, adapt our programs to meet their emerging needs, I think, is most important. Um, you know, in, uh, our workforce, obviously, number two, how we administer those programs, and then staying focused on what's important, which is really our commitment, Wounded Warrior Project's commitment to. You know, mental health care help for those in need, and that's probably our most enduring need and growing need uh, to providing for uh, long term support for those that were most grievously wounded in combat um, through our independence program. And then third, continue to invest in programs that engage the warrior, get them involved with each other, get them involved in their communities, and then provide them the access to the other programs we offer, 20 programs we offer to help them um you know, become the most, you know, stable, productive uh, generation of wounded service members in our nation's history.
1: You mentioned being able to swiftly meet the needs with an organization that grew so fast, as you mentioned as well. is is it is it easy to pivot or is it almost like it takes a while to steer a, a really large ship around do you think to be able to meet those needs that are quickly emerging as they're returning from the f- from the front lines now
0: that's the beauty of nonprofits we all nonprofits not just us can swiftly meet the emerging needs of our wounded service members because we don't have the bureaucracy of some of the government programs i also want to want to partner closer better with the VA that has gone through um, unbelievable change over the last couple of years, and and uh, significantly improved their responsiveness in the community, so we're all we're all in this together. We're going to work together. Nonprofits have the benefit of being able to adapt quickly to needs of those they serve. And that's an area of particular focus. We're gonna we're gonna continue to look at in the future.
1: When you walked in, did you know, or or did you have a plan for how to address and confront the questions that I'm asking and others are asking about the audit and about all the other reporting that had happened, and what's your plan to target that to try to move past that? Yeah,
0: um, it's a good, it's a good question. I mean, that was clearly before my time. Uh, I know what I was asked to do coming in here. Uh, the much of the reporting was inaccurate. That's that's I mean that's that's the way it is. There's nothing I can do about that. My focus is going to be where we go in the future, ensuring we're an efficient, effective, mission-oriented organization that's also transparent and accountable to those we serve. Number one, the American people that donate their uh, hard-earned dollars to our warriors. They don't give it to us. They give it to the warriors, and then and then ensure that we meet the emerging needs of our warriors is the, the three-pronged approach I'm coming in with. So you will see some uh, adjustments, I think, in the in the future for how we're organized. We'll, we'll, we'll become a bit more efficient, I think. Um, but at the end of the day, we're trying not to impact the warriors we serve, because they are our focus. They are my focus, and they are our workforce's focus. So um, I think it's pretty obvious to folks that we – we may not, in the short term, be able to do for them what we've done in the past. That's unfortunate. You know, we didn't. We don't want our warriors to suffer from the media reporting of where you know WWP was back in um, in January. But that's that's the way it is. So our focus is to minimize that impact on them. Continue to adjust, reevaluate ourselves continually, and and continue to have a culture of uh, innovation and consistent improvement. That's where we're going. And the workforce is all on board with all that.
1: Do you feel you need to restore confidence in the brand? And if so... How do you do it, and how quickly are you able to do it? You've, you've, the Wounded Warrior Project has been able to build such a strong brand already in its brief time, as you mentioned. To have the that mm-hmm. setback there, I would imagine that you can look to the opportunities that are there to quickly reestablish that brand. But do you even feel that you need to do that?
0: Yeah, there's, a, I mean, it's all about trust. At the end of the day, it's about trust. I mean, the the warriors have to trust that we, we, we will partner with them. To, to do right by them. The American people have to believe in that. So there is, I mean, it's about it's trust and verify. I know that. Um, so one of the things we will do is be very accountable, very transparent in the future with our financials, with the programs and services we're providing to our warriors. And, and most importantly, I want warriors to tell uh, their story to the American people. And I want other warriors that are out there that haven't, Uh, gotten the help they need to come forward, go to our website, call our call center. If you need help, if you're a warrior out there that needs help, please, please, please reach out to us and other nonprofits to get the help you need, because it is about taking care of those that served our country, and that's my focus.
1: Do you have a goal? The audit showed that the spending was 80.6% of donations on programming. That's kind of a baseline. Do you have a goal to grow that? Do you want to grow that? Do you want to be able to show and demonstrate within a year that that number has become something else is that even a goal of yours
0: yeah rich uh, uh, we want to squeeze every nickel of every dollar that's donated to serve our warriors there's a certain amount of overhead that goes into raising funds obviously and and seeking donations that is a cost of doing business for a, a nonprofit of the size and scope that we are to make the greatest impact in the community um to me, it's less about. I mean, I mean, I want I want that number to be ninety nine percent. But if that's ninety nine percent of three dollars, it doesn't make much impact on the warriors or in the communities they serve. So I have to balance squeezing every nickel of every donated dollar to impact warriors, while at the same time having the ability to raise funds to make greater impact, uh, improve many many more lives than we could if we had a higher percentage. So that's a balancing act. I'm I'm frankly right now in the middle of learning. All of that, as I said, is my 12th day. I'm spending a lot of time uh, with our CFO and our fundraising people uh, and getting out and meeting warriors and, and learning and, and obviously taking guidance from the board because our board is committed as well to squeeze in every nickel of every donated dollar to maximum impact uh, on the warriors and in their communities and with their families. So that's really that's really what's going to happen here with me in the next couple months and as we, as we um, reorganize a bit to, to, to become more efficient and effective, uh, you'll see some announcements uh, soon that will demonstrate, I think, a commitment to reducing overhead significantly so that we can give, you know, do more for those we serve.
1: As we wrap up, you'll be closing out a really challenging 2016. And and I don't know if you've had a chance to look through the books. You're 12 days in, so I get that. And so ultimately, at the end of the day, there may be less fundraising money that comes in through the course of the year. Do you see the next five months of your job, you got the 60-day assessment that you want to do before you really hit the ground running, is 2017 a new starting point for you and 2016 is just going to end up being a tough year or has the rebound already started to happen
0: Well the rebound has started but it's it's uh, you know at the end of the day I want to be I mean you have to be very honest with ourselves and with our people I mean we are not in the position we were last year this time uh, and that's a shame because the folks that matter most are the warriors and the warriors are the ones We'll tighten our belt, we'll we'll do we are going to we are going to do, we are doing right now all the right things in terms of squeezing ourselves to the point that we try and minimize the impact on warriors. But there is going to be an effect on the future ability of our our organization and other organizations to provide and other organizations that we support of like mind with us to provide for our nation's wounded warriors that served our country. So at the end of the day, that is a sixteen. Sixteen's almost over. We're going to go into seventeen. Not in the position we were, frankly, this time last year. So one of the things I will have to do is make the case to the American people to continue to support an organization as committed and as dedicated as we are.
1: What gets you uh, up in the morning? Talking, excited? Yeah,
0: talk, talking to our warriors. I've I've had four or five events already in my first twelve days where, you know, you spend time with these young men and women and their families. Uh, you, you look in their eyes, you look into their hearts, you see the challenges they've had, which are frankly unbelievable. Their resilience, their ability to overcome adversity. And then, you know, symbolic of our logo, be the warrior on the bottom, carrying a fellow warrior on top, reaching back out to fellow warriors to, to, to join them in improving their life is really what what gets me up. And then as I look into the eyes of our workforce I've never been around a group of folks more committed, more passionate about taking care of our nation's wounded. So um, both of those things far outweigh any of the hard work that's going to take place uh, for me in the next, you know, near near future.
1: Anything else you want to mention before we get you out of here?
0: No, I just appreciate the opportunity to come Thank on you. board, uh, talk about, talk about uh, our warriors and what we do and- and frankly, thank thank everybody in America that is, that has supported us. It's really made an, made an impact, and uh, I look forward to uh, talking to you again in the future.